Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, fitness management and consulting, and I appreciate you being here at the channel today. And for those of you that are not yet done so, you know, please consider hitting that subscribe button. I appreciate it. And if you find the content beneficial that I provide, please hit that like button as well. And to learn more about my company, you can check the links below, or you can go directly to our website at fmconsulting.net. Now our topic for you today, it's 11 tips for kickstarting a new gym salesperson. So if you're a manager, you're an owner, you're an operator, you've got a new gym salesperson uh, coming in, I wanna give you 11 tips on how we can kind of jumpstart those, pro those folks, that so we can kind of kickstart them. If you are that person starting, okay? Here are some things that you can do to really jumpstart this, you know, to help you start to get some results right away. And I would even say, if you're a veteran or someone who's been around for a while, you've fallen into a slump or you've never kind of hit your stride, let's go back to basics here. Let's look at some of this and maybe this can help you, you know, take your business and your job to that next level. So number one, you know, leverage your mentor. Who's your mentor here? Okay. And if you don't have one, think about this. A, this channel, I could be your mentor. Okay. Uh, you know, review all the information we have in here, you know, of how to do this, of best practices, of how to get results. Okay. If you have people that you know, approach people that are at the top of the leaderboard. You know, if you have people in your club that are willing to work with you, willing to help you, you know, become better. If you know people, you know, across the industry that are willing to, willing to do that for you, but leverage your mentor, get a mentor, get someone you can learn from. Because what you want to try to do here is you want to try to shorten this learning curve and really maximize this opportunity. If you try to do this from trial and error, it's going to be a challenge for you. It's going to be difficult. So again, for many folks, I know many clubs do this already, you know, use this channel for that because that's the whole purpose is that how to, here's how you do this. This channel can be your mentor or, you know, find that person on the leaderboard that's willing to give their time and efforts to make you better. Uh, Number two, you want to learn the tribal stories, okay? You want to learn the stories that have been passed on that, you know, people use to help, you know, tell stories and influence other people. I mean, using third-party stories, okay, uh, is a great way to learn how to make a sale. And I'll give you an example because, you know, a lot of times when you get in the sales process, well, I want to think about it, okay? You're going to hear that quite a bit. And I remember... Uh, you know, when I was starting out in sales, one of the things that I did is I would always talk to the members. Hey, what got you started? You know, what you like about the process? What didn't you like? How long did you wait? Did you have to think about it? And all these things. And I remember I had one, one uh, member, he goes, you know, Jim, I wish you guys would have been a little more assertive, you know, when I first came in. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, when I came in, they just kind of showed me the rates and that was kind of it. And then I left and I came back six months later and I did it, but I had like 20 more pounds I had to lose. He said, if you guys had been more assertive when I first came in, I wouldn't have had those 20 pounds, okay? And of course he had a smile on his face when he was saying it, but his point was well made that, hey, if we'd have been a little more, uh, you know, I don't know if I want to use the word aggressive, but, you know, a little more uh, focused on helping him get those results and asking him to buy one more time, you know, could have saved him 20 pounds. Okay. But it's a good point. That's a good story to tell, right? So go out and get those stories. What are those stories that you can learn that people have told you? 
uh, that you can utilize uh, to help uh, influence others and make that sale. So learn those tribal stories uh, that, that great people, great salespeople have to tell. Uh, learn how to get a deal done. You're, you're a new salesperson. Learn how to get a deal done. Okay. What are the stages of the sales process? You know, I can tell you when I first got started in sales, and I eventually figured it all out, but I wasn't really trained. I mean, literally, I was having, I was just grabbing a piece of paper and writing some stuff down when I was showing this to him. I remember the manager said, well, Jim, show me your price presentation sheet. And it was just some piece of paper I'd torn off and I'd written it down because no one showed, it, showed me anything else different. And he goes, what are you doing? I said, well, this is, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, okay? And, um, and eventually, you know, I learned it and figured it out. But learn how to get a deal done. How do you get a deal done? How does this process work? And then how do I actually sign you up? Make sure you know that process. And my advice is practice this over and over and over to the point that it becomes second nature. You want to memorize this process so that now you're free to be yourself. Okay. And, you know, you want a proven process. You know, if you're kind of getting this information individually, you know, check the channel here. We'll walk you through the steps. You know, if your club has a process they want you to use, okay, use that, you know, and, and memorize it and let's make that work and let's start getting results. But learn how to get a deal done. If you don't know how to get a deal done, boy, you're, you're stuck before you even get started. Okay. Uh, number four, know your numbers and what you need to do. Okay, what are your numbers? And so I always like to do the math, number one. I want to know my numbers. And in a big picture of things, I want to know my numbers because conditions will change. And as time goes on, if my sales drop, why did they drop? Is it because my pipeline's empty? Because my appointments aren't showing up? Because I'm not booking appointments? Because my closing percentage isn't very good? There's a lot of different reasons there. And unless I know the correct reason, I can't make that adjustment. So that's one of the reasons I want to know my numbers. But for you, if you're brand new and you're listening to this or you're managing people that are brand new, let's just say that new salesperson has a quota of 30 sales. So it's one a day. Okay, know your numbers. What's it going to take to get one sale a day? Let's just say it's going to take two presentations. Well, for me to get two presentations, I'm probably going to need four appointments. And for me to have four appointments, how many outbound calls am I going to make? Why am I have to make 50 dials of the phone to get eight appointments maybe? Okay, and so know our math and how, how many people do I need to keep filling my pipeline with? Know our math, know our numbers. Because, you know, we, we, we have to focus on certain things. It just can't be arbitrary. I'm out here, oh, hey, I need a sale. Where am I going to find a sale? You know, let's know our numbers and know what we need to do to reach those numbers. Because the sale, selling in general, making money, it's always a trailing indicator. It's not the leading indicator. The leading indicators are building the pipeline, making the contacts, booking the appointments, getting the shows, following the process, you know, things of that nature. Okay. Number five, identify your strengths and weaknesses. What are you really good at and where do you need some help? Okay. And the things that you're really good at, boy, let's, let's go, let's go, let's go strong. Things that you're weak at, let's, hey, let's identify them and let's, you know, work to build on that and make them better. Okay. Know where you're at, know where these weaknesses are and how can you fix this? What you want to be able to do is put yourself in a position to be successful. And I remember one of my biggest weaknesses when I very first started, which is common, was asking for the sale. 
it was just, that was a miserable experience for me, okay? And I had to learn how to, how can I put myself in that best position to do that? And what I kind of learned was that, hey, the better job I do on that tour, the better job that I do of getting commitments, the, the closing and the asking for the sale, it really kind of becomes a natural conclusion to this, okay? Which makes it a lot easier, okay? So identify your strengths and weaknesses. Uh, number six, make sure you know what is expected of you. If you're the boss, make sure they know what's expected of them. Okay. If you're a salesperson, what's expected of me? What do they expect of me? Okay. Uh, again, I'll use myself as an example. This was back when I was selling and I was just starting to become good at it. And I, I struggled, but I remember the very first day that I, I'd gotten three sales in a day. You know, I'll never forget thinking, whew, you know, three sales, I can kind of take a, take a breath here, take it easy. The pressure's off at least for a few days, okay? Because I did three and three was pretty good, okay? But I'll never forget leaving that night. And as I'm leaving, the manager walks out from behind the desk, he extends his hand and says, hey, Jim, I, I noticed you made three sales today. Congratulations. Okay, great. And then he holds up his hand kind of like a stop sign. And he goes, now, Jim, that's the kind of production I need from you every day. And, you know, I was ready to kind of let up, right? I was like thinking, oh, man, I made three sales, you know, take it easy for a couple of days. No, Jim, that's the kind of production I need from you every day. And it was one of the defining moments as I kind of look back because, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. Well, guess what? I actually started to do that. And in kind of short order, and I couldn't necessarily tell you how or why, it was kind of attitude and work ethic and being coachable is kind of the big things. I'm making 100 sales a month all of a sudden. And in part, that's the kind of production I need from you every day. It wasn't a heavy-handed thing. It was just kind of a matter of fact. Hey, Jim, here's what's expected. And I did it. Okay. Um, number seven, create a plan. Create a plan of action that's based on reality. Okay. Now, there's a balance in here. Okay. You know, when people say, oh, I just want to be realistic. Well, sometimes, you know, I just want to be realistic. When they say that, it means they want to lower expectations. We want, to, we want to keep it real, but we also want to have some higher expectations here. But we want to write a plan of action. So if you're a brand new salesperson, what's your plan of action? How are you going to do this? Okay, you know, what's your current situation? You know, what is your goal? Tangible, intangible. What's your plan for each? And then what, what's in, in case, you know, something didn't go right, you know, our roadblocks and setbacks, what's plan B? But, you know, what's our plan? How are we going to generate these leads? You know, maybe, you know, with man, uh, club's permission, manager's permission, you're going to set up a referral table inside your gym. And you're going to get referrals. I've seen new salespeople walk away with 300 referrals when they do that. That'd be a nice plan. Now, all of a sudden, how do I make an outbound call? Okay. And again, we have videos on this channel of how to make an outbound call. So if you've got, if you've got plenty of uh, leads, you need to know how to make an outbound call, you know, just, you know, search that, um, you know, youtube.com forward slash Jim Consultant and search, you know, how to make an outbound call. And we'll show you the key steps on how to do that. Okay. Um, number eight, break down your sales activities you know, for maximum effectiveness and maximum efficiency, break down your sales activities. Okay. You know, one of the things that uh, you want to think about, and this, we see this over and over and over, but most salespeople, they only spend about 20% of their time doing something that's going to result in a sale. 
Think about that for a second. They only spend about 20% of their time doing something that's going to result in a sale. What if you took it to 40%? Well, you double your business, right? What if you took it to 80? Well, you double it again. So these numbers can get pretty incredible. So one of the first things you want to do when you're thinking about this is answer this question, yes. Is what I'm doing right now going to result in a sale? You know, what are you doing to generate leads? What are you doing to build your pipeline? How are you generating leads? What kind of contacts are you making? By contact, I'm talking about picking up the phone and actually talking to somebody, making contacts, booking appointments, confirming appointments, following up with folks, okay? You know, getting referrals from our customers, how to take a telephone inquiry, okay? There's a lot of activities there. You know, break down those sales activities. When you're going to do them, how are you going to do them? Okay, and really, and I think on this channel as well, we've got a daily productivity report. You can search that as well, daily productivity report, you know, that talks about kind of how to do that uh, a little more specific. Um, number nine, this is something you're going to have to recognize and realize is the absolute truth. Activity is not productivity. Just being busy doesn't mean you're productive. Okay, being busy, you know, it's, it's easy to get busy and get nothing done. Okay, is what I'm doing right now going to result in a sale? That's where you want to stay focused. Is what I'm doing right now going to result in a sale? It's not about being busy. It's about being productive. Okay, getting referrals. Okay, if I'm talking to somebody, it might be great hospitality, might be customer service, not necessarily going to get me a sale. But if I say, oh, by the way, Mary, do you have current guest passes? Well, that's leading me in that direction that I want to go in. Okay, um, lean on your resources. Number number ten here. Lean on your resources to do the selling. What resources do you have? Okay, you've got a lot of them. You know that third party touch. Okay, number one. You know, introduce your member or your prospect to other members that you know might be happy to tell their story find out who are these bell cows in your gym who are these informal leaders in your gym that love to be involved in this they love to tell their story they love to shake their hands oh you're going to love it here hey look forward to seeing you other staff members other management third-party touch you know get them involved introduce them as well lean on those resources okay lean on your own story do you have a story to tell about how how fitness made an impact for you you know write that story out let them they can watch that story on video they can read about that story but lean on all of your other resources you may have you know testimonial books you may have you know videos and blogs and all this other information that will really help you do the selling okay i mean i can remember a, a gym owner that called me up one time and he goes, yeah, Jim, I want to bring you on board. I read an article that you had posted recently, and boy, that just spoke to me. Okay, so lean on other resources to help you do this. Don't just make it that one moment in time. Okay, and then number 11, okay, pay it forward. Okay, you know, all these things that are being done for you by your organization, by your team to help make you better, pay this forward. That next new hire that comes in, you become that mentor. You become the one that helps him out. Okay, so pay it forward. Say thank you. Make sure you help that next person. Always be willing to help. So take a look at this. So if you're a new hire, okay, or you brought someone on it's new, here's some tips to help you really jumpstart and kickstart this program. 
Okay, if you've been around for a bit and you're struggling, review this. Let's go back to basics. Let's just kind of erase the past a little bit and let's kind of start over. And what I would say with all this, hey, have a winning attitude. You know, don't be talk, talking about all the negatives and why you think it won't work. You got to go positive. Have a positive work ethic. And generally how I'm going to define work ethic is answer yes to this question. Is what I'm doing right now going to result in a sale? And number three, choose to be coachable. Choose to step out of your comfort zone and do this. All right, folks, my name is Jim Thomas. My company is Fitness Management and Consulting. I appreciate you being here today. You can learn more about my company with the links below and other opportunities and other offers that we have for you. Or you can go directly to our website at fmconsulting.net. Folks, I look forward to seeing you all at the next video.